The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Always appreciate uh, when our listeners give us uh, the heads up on what's going on out on the roads and the highways. This text in, hey guys, quick update on the highways. Clear sailing on Highway 2 heading south all the way to Lacombe. South of there, she starts to turn messy pretty quickly. Turn your lights on. That from Brandon. Appreciate that. Let us know what you see. You can text us anytime at 630-630. Hey, uh, here's something uh, before you get to whatever's in front of you there, Jay. Uh, This will not mean a whole lot to a whole lot of people, but it's actually a huge, uh, significant change to Twitter. But in a nutshell, this is what it is. You know, uh, when you see retweets, of course, Uh that uh, suggests the popularity of a tweet, right? So something was uh, tweeted, it gets 10,000 retweets, it goes viral, and people say, well, there must be 10,000 people that agree with that. The problem although Twitter has denied it for years, is that bots are doing the retweeting. Um, And Twitter has said they'll do everything in their power to stop bots. So they've done this without any kind of announcement or fanfare, and it's just happened overnight. Uh, You won't notice it probably unless you're checking out, say, uh, Ched's website, Global website, any news agency website where they embed uh, tweets. So that's where, you know, the story runs and then they show a tweet, right? Yep. Uh, When a tweet is now embedded, it will no longer say... Um, how many times it was retweeted, it will say instead how many people are talking about it. Oh, okay. So, in other words, you have to actually engage with the tweet in order for it to register as people talking about it. The idea there being that it will stop bots from just automatically retweeting things. The question was asked of Twitter, why don't you just stop bots if you you know that bots are doing things? Uh, And Twitter, and I hadn't thought about this before, said there is... um, a large number of bots who use Twitter now that are actually essential and important, and so they don't want to get rid of bots altogether. And those kind of bots would be like 511 that puts out highway conditions automatically without anybody yeah, having to yeah. type it in, right? Or overnight when a newsroom is closed down or whatever, but a breaking news happens. Yeah. There's There's various bots that actually serve great purposes. But if you're wondering, they are on top of it, or they say they're getting on top of it. Twitter says they now block... 523,000 suspicious logins, in other words, bots, every day. Wow. Half a million logins every wow. day. Wow. I need to find out, because uh, there's, there's something that you can do to find out how many bots yeah. you have following there's or sites. Or different stuff like that. I've got to do that. I've got to clean all that You up. know what? I did it um, a while back. It's not 100% uh, fail-proof. Yeah. One of the things that the, those programs, there's a lot of different sites that'll do it for you, most for free. And, and you can do it for somebody else's mm-hmm. Twitter account, too, by mm-hmm. the way, if you suspect that somebody has fake followers and you're wondering how many are real or how many are not. But I did it for my own account because somebody drew it to my attention that I had a lot of fake followers. This was like a year or so yeah. ago. So I did it, and it identified hundreds that were fake followers. But I went through them one by one and knew quite a few mm. of them. So it was... The, the misfires were no profile picture. Yeah. Um, they automatically think that's a bot or they've never tweeted or, uh, you know, there's other things. So if you're on Twitter, 
for the sole purpose of just reading tweets, um, put a profile picture in and tweet one thing, and that should eliminate you from being identified as a bot. A couple of interesting stories when uh, on the lottery front sure. uh, today. Okay. And and it's funny because I went downstairs. We have the office pool. Oh, did you here. put our money in? I, yeah, I did. Okay, thanks. And I went down to the guy that runs. I'm like, are are, you, are we doing the lotto this week? And he's like, well, it's not at 50 million. I said, yes, it is. <laughs> so um, got me thinking, and it was funny because these stories kept coming up. There's a, a story at a Ontario today um, about a woman who is suing her ex-boyfriend. They lived together for two years. Well, a couple years. They lived together for a couple of years and uh, bought lotto tickets together. They had a dream of buying a big house. He liked muscle cars. That's what he wanted. Well, one day he went out and and bought a ticket. He won half of a $12 million jackpot, or the ticket won half of the $12 million jackpot. So $6 million, $6.1 million, and he packed up and moved out. Wow. He packed up and moved out. After two years together, A couple really. of years together. So uh, they lived together from July 2015 to September 2017. So over two years. I'm not sure when common law... I think it's after a year, isn't it? Uh, it might be. Um, anyway, so uh, as soon as he went to get the money, um, she got a lawyer and put a halt. <laughs> okay? So he got $3 million. Yeah. He got $3 million because that's it. Now, as the case is going on and lawyers are all involved, the other $3 million is sitting somewhere being decided on who gets Held what. Held in trust somewhere, yeah. But really? Really? Like, just give her the $3 million or give her something. And it, you guys were a couple. You were yeah. together. You were living in a, in a place together. You are sharing. And I get... But really? Do you know the funny thing about that is, it's the opposite of, in my mind, it's the opposite of what you might think. If I won $1,000 and I wasn't happy in my relationship, um, I can see myself going, well, I'm not even going to mention it to her. But if it's $6 million, yeah. You're just going to find you're out. You're still up $3 million. <laughs> and And you're just giving money to, money to the lawyers now. Of course, yeah. Yeah, so she wants a $3 million plus um, uh, a half a mil in aggravated damages. She's asking that a jury hear her civil suit. Now, the um, OLG, the Ontario Lottery and Gaming Corp., did determine that the ticket in question was purchased by the fella. That's why they, they paid him the half of it. But, uh, yeah, as mentioned, the other half is in a, in a legal battle. And it will stay, that money will stay there until... The court decision. So when we talk about, though, about knowing, you know, so $1,000, I wouldn't tell my wife, I think you just said. I did. <laughs> my girlfriend, I My said. girlfriend, My wife, okay. I would phone yeah. her from the store. And say, hey, 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 guess what? There is another story out of the States. Think about this. She won $560 million. Wow. Wow. So she bought that Powerball ticket. Mm-hmm. It was out of New Hampshire. Uh, last month she won this, and she is now fighting to remain anonymous. She is fighting to remain okay. anonymous, saying that if uh, her name was out there, that it would be uh, a significant invasion of her privacy. And you know what? To be honest with you, I think if I won any huge amount of money, I'd be a little loath to get my name out sure. there because everyone starts showing up, that yeah. sort of thing. So You she, can buy a lot of security and, and high fences. For, for 560 for mil though, right? Million, yeah. So she has filed a suit against the, um, the Lottery Commission in New Hampshire <laughs> under the name Jane Doe. She says, 
And here's the catch, Andrew. Yeah. She says she made a huge mistake when she signed her real name. Yeah. On the back of the ticket before contacting a lawyer because if she had uh, contacted a lawyer, the lawyer had told her that she could have remained anonymous had she established a trust and then had the trustee sign the ticket. Sure, but the first thing when you have a ticket worth half a billion dollars mm-hmm. would be to put your name on it, right? <laughs> Mm. I mean, that's my ticket. Yeah, I'm, I'm straight to the bank and putting in a yeah, safety deposit box exactly. or a safe somewhere. Well, you know, I'd love to have these problems. She, um, the lawsuit, describes her as an engaged community member. And she wants to continue the work and the freedom to walk into a grocery store or attend public events without being known or targeted as a winner of a half a billion dollars. I think people are going to kind of notice that she's come into money. Don't you think? A half a billion dollars? Yeah, like you're, I'm sure you're going to be doing some stuff with it. Yeah, you're still cycling from your bungalow to the yeah. community hall? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, when she arrives by helicopter, I think people <laughs> would be like, hey, did you just come into yeah. some money? Or? The lawyer is saying, don't sign the back of that ticket because if you sign it, you lost confidentiality. It becomes public and you've lost that option of staying anonymous. I think she that's has bad not, advice. She has not claimed the prize yet. Oh. Even better. And and she's losing a huge amount of money and in interest because of it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> really? Yep. Some people are just never happy. Yes. Oh, boo-hoo. I, I can't. Well, and that's pretty much what the Lottery Corporation is saying. They say they understand that um, a half a billion dollar Powerball jackpot is a life-changing occurrence. Yeah. But having awarded numerous jackpots over the years, we also understand that the procedures in place for prize claimants are critically important for the security and integrity of the lottery, our players, and our games. Well, plus, let's be honest, it's a marketing tool of whatever lottery it is to put the winners in front of Absolutely. the cameras. Absolutely. That could be you. Look at Buddy, who just won the $6 million there, right. grinning with his $3 million exactly. check. You, you want to you wanna see somebody and think to yourself, that could have been me, and they're just regular people, and you want to hear well, what they're going to do with the money. That, and that, last, um, that last lottery, the big one, that the, the couple won it from up there, and, and you know, they said, we live pretty much in the middle of nowhere. We have a hobby farm, and he yeah. does, you know, whatever it is, and they bought a new truck to come into yeah, town because they didn't right. think that their truck would make it. I mean, people love hearing those stories, but I also get the other side of it about wanting to keep the privacy. Well, it's funny because I can only imagine the paranoia that overtakes you when you come into that kind of money. Because think about it for a second. If And we don't even have that lottery available to us here. But if I were to score of half, I'm at the ESO on my way home, <laughs> right? And I just want half a billion dollars. Uh, yes, first of all, I'm going to put my name on the ticket right away. But even at that moment, I would be so scared to walk from the ESO to my car for fear I got mugged and that ticket goes missing. I, uh, I wouldn't. And then I would think about, well, I need to get that money in a bank. And yeah. then I'm like, well, wait a minute. What bank do I trust? Like, you know, I don't want some glitch in the system. To, you know what I mean? Like, and then I better get a lawyer. Well, wait a second. What lawyer do I trust? Right? Can you imagine seeing your bank account at $546 million? That's, you know what you do. You just keep checking your balance, right? <laughs> and leaving the slip. <laughs> Okay, and just one more from the Lotto Files. Sure. 
And we I also, like these stories. I know. We have some funny comments coming in, too. Yeah. See, read the one about the uh, the tweet about the Valentine's Day gift. Oh, yeah. I had friends uh, that were dating, and she gave him a scratch ticket for Valentine's Day, and he won $50,000. They separated very shortly after. He gave her the ticket, and she cashed it, took 40000 and gave him 10000 and called it a day. It was his ticket. He made <laughs> off like a bandit, though. He doesn't have to be anywhere near her anymore. <laughs> How long do those uh, scratch tickets last? for. I have a bunch from a year ago Christmas. I so I always know. get them in my stockings and I just found them in my bedside drawer and I've never scratched I, I could be sitting on a hundred grand there. You know, we always have a big stack of them by the phone and you know where you have one of those things that yeah. holds envelopes yeah. that we've gotten for Christmas, birthdays, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah I don't I've got know. a bunch of them I gotta hmm. get through here. Um, so here's one more. Uh, a fellow in Virginia he won uh, $400,000 uh, in the January 13th drawing. He followed his dream. He had a dream. He dreamt about the numbers. Oh, I thought you meant after he got the money. He dreamt the <laughs> he numbers? He dreamt the numbers. He says, his name's Victor Amol, he says he dreamt about the numbers 3, 10, 17, 26, and 32. And then when he woke up, he used them in four identical cash five yeah. tickets, okay? He said he'd never had a dream like that before. He's a computer uh, programmer. Um, he'd have to be to remember numbers. Yeah, the numbers hit, making all four tickets... So four tickets, all four tickets winning of the uh, winners of the $100,000 top prize and earning him $400,000. Wow. So about four tickets with the same numbers. Do you know, uh, for those of you that have been listening to Chad for a long time, and we're very grateful to have listeners who do listen for... Long time. Long time. Have been listening for years. You'll recall... That guy. That uh, The guy who authored a book. Yeah. Remember him? And, and Dan and I had him on the show in the morning, and uh, my partner at the time had no patience for him at all. Uh, he started describing his system sort of for... Uh, his book about a system for winning at lotteries, and it didn't matter what lottery, right? And uh, partner just hung up on him, basically. Like, okay, that's a scam or whatever, right? And it was a passive-aggressive thing that I did with uh, him for the months that followed, is every Friday I would come in and say, I just won more money on the lottery (laughs) (laughs) following this guy's book, right? The truth is I never read the book from cover to cover, but I did sort of get a, a... a sense, a, of, what a sense of what it was yeah. about. And I think he had turned an idea into a book, so I have been following that ever since. Now, I've never won anything big. The most Carol's ever won is $1,700, which is not bad. But it is rare that I don't win something, whether it's a free ticket. So what was his, in, in a nutshell, what was his thing? In a nutshell, it was this. Don't pick numbers that you want to be associated with. Pick numbers that associate themselves with you. So, you know, you may say, well, I'm going to do my birthday. So May 24th, I'm going to go 5 and 24, right? But it turns out that every time you, um, you know, go to grab the LRT, it happens to be the third car or, you know, maybe the number three keeps coming up. It likes you for some reason. So the numbers that show themselves to you. Yeah, don't follow numbers. uh, Pick the numbers that follow you. So I took numbers that are not necessarily significant dates Mm -hmm. in my life, but they just keep coming up. And it's, it's weird, like... How even at you know fifty fifty draws at fundraisers, it, there'll be a predominance of a certain number yeah. uh, on your ticket, and if you notice it, you're going. Yeah, I'm always getting that, or you know your yeah, house your house address always has a four in it, or stuff like that, and so you just pick those numbers that like you. <laughs> so in other words, you let the numbers pick you. 
Oh, someone Carrie says uh, there is a valid till date on the back of the scratch and win tickets. Mm. If you have any from last year, I doubt they would be good now, however. Well, I'll take a look at it, so thank you. Uh, lotteries must be claimed uh, by one year. Scratch tickets probably different. There's no date. I'll take a look at it and see, and we'll find yeah. out. And I'll let you know. We'll pool those tickets together, plus the empty bottles in my daughter's room, and it'll be like winning a lottery. Oh. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to read more about these texts coming in. All right. All right. Uh, when we come back, we'll have uh, Dave Campbell in with a look at sports. Angus will take a look at uh, your market numbers. Plus, full weather forecast. Stick around. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.